This Bites, discussing Milwaukee's culinary and restaurant culture. With Ann Christensen of Milwaukee Magazine and Tariq Moody of 88.9. This Bites is brought to you by Society Insurance. Welcome to This Bites, Milwaukee's culinary podcast with the one and only goddess of culinary writing, Ann Christensen <laughs> of Milwaukee Magazine, and Tariq, one of uh, her worshipers. Okay, here. can you call me Aphrodite? Instead? Aphrodite? <laughs> is that the goddess of food? Is there a goddess of food? I, I'm sure there is, but the, I think Aphrodite is the goddess of love. Goddess of love? You're a goddess of love? <laughs> food is I love. I don't think so, but food is food love. love. Food love. On uh, this week's edition of This Bites, we're going to talk to the goddess here about her, uh, her day trip to Madison to uh, take a tour of the coloring scene in Madison as part of the cover issue of the latest Milwaukee magazine, Day Trips, 10 Destinations Within 120 Miles of Milwaukee. So a lot of people in Milwaukee magazine went on different places. You pick Madison. So other things we're going to talk about uh, is a Mexican street party. We were hosted by Merriment Social. There's the Urban Island Party. There's also another event called the Pig and Pino event at the Iron Horse Hotel. Then uh, for those who like charcuterie, there's going to be an intensive workshop to learn about charcuterie. Plus, we have some other things to talk about as well. But let's kick it off. You picked to go to Madison to cover food. Yes. What people can do in Madison for food. Why did you decide to pick Madison over other places 120 miles away from Milwaukee? Actually, in the very beginning, I didn't think we were going to go outside the state. So uh. it didn't even, I didn't think about Chicago. And plus, to me, Chicago, that would have been such a like expected, predictable sort of thing. Low hanging fruit. Go to fruits. Chicago. Yeah, go to Chicago and cover dining. Yeah, the home of James Beard Awards. Yeah. Right. But in one day, how much territory are you going to be able to cover in Chicago? Yeah. Not very much. And I got to tell you, I mean, Madison's culinary scene is really cool. It's mm-hmm. really good and it's growing. It's growing like ours is growing. Okay. Plus, because of where Madison is in the state and its proximity to farmers, much closer mm. to cheesemakers, they're getting some some products yeah. that we don't get here in Milwaukee. Mm. So, And they have a ton of chefs that are as committed, if maybe more so, to the farm-to-table movement. Mm. Okay. It's really big there. So explain that your strategy on taking this trip. How did you structure your day trip to Madison along the culinary line? It was, it was really simple and very, very easy to do because, um, you know, you can, and then I think Saturday is a perfect day to do it because you go early, you, you get there as early as 7 or 8 a.m. and you want to go to that farmer's market on the square, the Dane County Farmer's Market. So that's what which you started is, with. That's what I started with. Okay. So that's even where you can grab a little breakfast too because you're going to have a lot of food. In my tour, you're going to be doing a lot of food throughout the, the day. You don't want to fill up too much with a sit-down breakfast. Mm-hmm. So you're walking around the square and you're visiting all these produce vendors. That's and a very intensive farmer's market. It right? is. Like you basically, you, instead of going to a regular grocery store, you can go there and get sure. all your groceries basically. You could. You could get your eggs, meat, cheeses, all your produce, you get flowers, any kind of um, little products, maybe spices, okay. honey, things like that. Uh, and uh, you can definitely stop at a little uh, cafe, like, mm. you know, little coffee place with pastries along mm. the way to and eat someone as you told walk. me. Uh, bring your bring, bring coolers. Cooler. Yes. Oh yes, that is absolutely what I suggest to you is bring a cooler. Okay. Maybe put the cooler in a in a wagon or something like that, so you're not like if you're not carrying around too many things. If that's an issue, because you, you know you get kind of get encumbered yeah. with too many <laughs> packages. And what an interesting thing about when you're walking around, oftentimes you're going to see the chefs from some mm. of the restaurants there too. Okay. And it'll be pretty obvious because they'll have a lot of stuff. 
they'll probably have wagons or some kind of um, vehicle that they're able to use to like, you know, um, to carry around a lot of the, pr- the products that they're getting, the, the produce that they're getting that's going to be perhaps at a, at a meal you'll have later that day. So how long does this farmer's market run till? I think it runs into October, October? maybe. Okay, so as people long have as October. A, so people have a, at least a couple more months. Oh, I'm sorry, November. November. November sixteenth this year. It runs late, so you have about three, three and a half months to uh, check out that farmers market. So, coming up, we'll continue our conversation with your day trip in Madison. What else you did uh, as far as the culinary scene in Madison as part of your day trip coverage of the latest issue of Milwaukee Magazine. We'll be right back. Support for this Bites comes from your membership and Society Insurance, an insurance company serving up a smorgasbord of coverages to restaurants and bars. Society Insurance offers restaurants and bar owners tailored insurance options. A full menu of Society's coverages, as well as risk prevention tips, are available at societyinsurance.com. 88.9's new podcast series, Backspin. The search for Milwaukee's first hip-hop song is now available everywhere. iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, and at RadioMilwaukee.org slash Backspin. Stream all six episodes now. We're back. We're talking to Anne, the goddess of day trips. Um, um, we, we started off with uh, what you first started off when you went to Madison. You went to the, the Dane County's mm-hmm. Farmer's Market. Mm-hmm. Um, what you do after that? Well, you're, since you're right there on the square, you mm-hmm. can stay on the square and stop at my favorite cheese shop, which is called Fromagination. It's, it's right there on the square. I mean, like, you, you're not going to be able to miss it if yeah. you're walking around. Um, it's a brick and mortar right on there. It's a brick and mortar. It's an old, old storefront. Okay. Really, really charming and just packed with stuff. And I'm not just talking cheeses. Is it a big place or is it really kind of It's a long and narrow. Okay. But pretty small overall, I would okay. say. Uh, they carry everything that you would even could even fathom putting on a cheese tray. So okay. all your your cheeses, your meats, honey, uh, maybe you get your sea salts, the tray itself, you know, all sorts of cutting boards, aprons, um, chocolates. Um, they have so much they have wines in there. It is such a great store. I can't even tell you. And the people that work there are major cheese geeks. They know a lot about it. They know a lot about it. Are they cheese geeks or are they cheese snobs? I would call them more geeks. Than so geeks are, are people who want to share information. Yeah. Snobs will put you down. No, geeks. Geeks, geeks, geeks. Okay. geeks. I and, just want to make sure. And there's plentiful samples. You can always, if you want to know something about a cheese, here, here's a sample. Okay. They will offer samples. There'll be samples out there are ready for you to try. And you can also decide, and this is going to be a little early in the morning yet, but if you want to come back, you can get a, a glass of wine and a little, like little cheese board, and sit outside. And they serve their, wine too. They do. Oh, and um, and you can you can sample some of the cheeses and have like your own little like cheese and cracker tray oh, or something like that. Nice. But since this is part of the tour and we're going there early, I'm I'm thinking you're just gonna do a little shopping right now yeah. and pick up some great cheeses. Okay. Uh, and then I I know that you know um, you know well. Okay, so we're the dairy state, right? And Madison is near all these, you know, kind of the dairy farmers, the cheese makers and things like that. I just want to point out to all the California, you heard that right. We're the dairy state, yeah, not yeah. California, because I know California is trying to steal oh, the thunder. Yeah, it's ridiculous. La La Land. Stick, stick to, uh, you know, Hollywood. Anyway, yeah. go ahead. 
Um, well, you're going to, th- this is going to be a day where I'm going to kind of try to filter in a little more dairy mm-hmm. and, but we're going to do that after lunch. Yeah. So you might want to spend a little bit, bit more time just kind of walking around. You're close enough. Well, you're probably a mile from some of the lakes, you know, like Lake Mendota mm-hmm. or, um, you know, some of the, I'm, I'm not super well-versed in ex- like is it Lake Wingra. I mean, you probably have to drive to some of these yeah. lakes, but they're beautiful lakes. Mm-hmm. That are in the Madison area, so I, I suggest doing a little bit of walking around on a nice day. Um, come back down to the square because there's some. I mean, some of the best restaurants in Madison or near or on the square. Okay. Um, Tori Miller, who owns Latoile, yes, has another restaurant next door to Latoile called Gray's. Gray's is much more casual. Definitely um, highlights Wisconsin farms. I mean, you'll see them written on the board which ones are on their menu right mm. now. Uh, and they have a wonderful bibimbap, so I would suggest getting some lunch there. You can definitely do something kind of on the healthier side with a lot of vegetables. The bibimbap with the crispy rice and yes. the pork and the that's a skill to get the rice egg. Oh, it's crispy. so good. Um, they also have the best uh, beet burger. It's a vegetarian burger. That's a thing now. Beet it, burgers. This right one's now. really good, yeah. and I'm pretty. I'm. I don't like most veggie burgers, but I really like the yeah. one they have there. Beets just. I mean, I don't. I like beets, but it's always. I always hesitate because that color just throws me off. You know. Yeah. The color just like, oh, that's just. It's really that's a weird. Though. That's a weird color to eat. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, I know. I mean, I'm not. I'll eat I it. Know. I'll tell you, I like it. It's just like I'm like, whoa, what's going on in here? This is weird. Yeah. Is that right? You know. But anyway. So then I suggest a few just kind of um, food purveyor shops to kind of like to check out in the afternoon before you sit down and have another meal. So, Cause you're still pretty full mm-hmm. from lunch at this point. S- definitely stop at Babcock hall, their um, dairy store. Everybody knows it. If you go to, you know, if you've any familiarity with UW Madison, Babcock hall, their dairy store. I mean, you def- they go, they make ice cream. Okay. You can actually watch the ice cream being made as well. Oh, wow. <clears throat> they have custard based ice cream, I'm guessing. This is ice cream. This like is custard. not frozen custard. No, like eggs, milk, cream. Like what makes custard? It's like the eggs, right? Custard does, but this is ice cream. So, so ice this cream is has different. no eggs. Right. Okay. So that's the di- that's a difference. So it's not frozen custard that they're yeah. making there. That's it's growing it's up. My cream. mom basically made custard. We call it ice cream. Oh. So I didn't really know the term custard until I really came here. The egg yolks really make a difference in yeah, the frozen custard. We just custard. say it, it's it's just a richer ice cream. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. I bet it was delicious. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, you can you stop in. You could get a couple pints to go mm-hmm. with your cooler. That would be great. Um, also, stop at Underground Butcher. Yes. I'm sure you're familiar with their salamis. Mm-hmm. Um, they make their own charcuterie as well. So they have their own store that's on Willie Street. Um, you can stop in there and certainly buy some to bring home. Again, I can't underestimate having a lot of bags and a cooler with you um, so that you can actually bring these home in the car and not worry about them, you know, something happening to them if they're sitting out at room temperature. Um, And there's a really great bread shop called Madison Sourdough where they make all these incredible sourdough, artisan sourdough Mm. breads. Do they like do the the, the soup in the bread? No, no, that's so funny. (laughs) I don't see soup in a bread bowl that often anymore. Yeah, it was a thing just, for a while. Just in San Francisco, the tourist fisherman wharf, you see that. That's so funny. Yeah. That's so funny. But um, they also have, uh, if you want to get a coffee there, you can do that. And they have really good French pastries okay. at Madison Sourdough. Okay. So then I suggest sitting down. I'm going to make this quick. 
two more kind of smallish meals because you've been kind of snacking throughout mm-hmm. the day if you're following my my road trip here. Um, for some appetizers, probably during the happy hour time period, five o'clock, there's a great place on Willie Street called A Pig in a Fur Coat. <laughs> so cute. Pig in a Fur Coat. It's run by actually a James Beard nominated chef. Um, and it, it the food is just is really, really, really great. Is it new? No, it's okay. probably been there, uh, God, at least five years, I okay. think. Um, but it's on Willie Street. Their whole premise is like cheek to jowl. Oh, the whole pig. The pig, yes. Yeah. The pig is central here. But um, they have, they actually, I, when I was there, they had really great appetizers. Like, I mean, small ones like chorizo stuffed dates. They had a rabbit riette, so a rabbit pate, chunky Ooh. pate. Um, they had a really wonderful pasta, too, with like a little gnocchi with mm. some vegetables, a beautiful sauce on it. Um if you want to just do like a charcuterie board, you could do that. Although you've maybe done some cheese already, you know, sample some cheese at um, Fromagination. So maybe not go that direction. But I would suggest getting a few small plates or snacks, glass of wine or a beer or cocktail. Okay. They have some interesting cocktails there too. Add a pig in a fur coat. Then follow it up with an entree or a bigger, you could share a plate with your friend at Four Quarter, which is the restaurant arm of underground butcher. So okay. So it's, that's new. No, it is no. not new. I feel but like I um, like, feel like you know who Johnny Hunter is, right? Yes. Johnny Hunter has been nominated for a couple of James mm-hmm. Beards. That is his restaurant four quarter, mm-hmm. but it's been open for several years. Like three years, two years. Oh gosh, I don't know the exact number. But I mean of new. I mean new as far as like not older than five years. Pro- uh, probably not. Okay. Ugh, I wish I knew. I wish I knew exactly how how long it was open. But this is kind of a fun little restaurant, too. Casual, kind of feels like an old timey Western saloon <laughs> inside. You know, with like the yeah. tin ceiling and the chairs have that kind of saloon, very wood. They have the a lot uh, of the, the the bull in there. No. No. Oh, darn. They don't have that. They don't have that. Okay, so maybe not so much like the Western yeah. saloon. But um, and what's interesting about about Four Quarter is how much of the menu is vegetable-oriented. Okay. It's not like you think, oh, I'm going to go in, and it's going to be all meat because they, you know, they're known for their underground meats. meats. yeah. This one, there's a lot. I mean, you're going to go in there, and you're going to be like, okay, this is where I'm getting some of the, this great produce that is On available, the, the seasonal stuff that's available right now. Um, and there's a lot of smaller plates that you can share. Um, they do, when I was there, they had a really beautiful pan-seared lake trout that was really light in like a ginger broth. Really something not too heavy, but a a wonderful dish that you could share. Again, um, I'm not going to suggest maybe having another glass of wine if you're driving, but if you have a designated driver, Mm -hmm. maybe have a beer or wine or something. And that, I think you could conclude your day by, you know, maybe 7.30, 8 o'clock at night and then Head head back. Okay. Final question is, um, why didn't you invite me? <laughs> I know. It, it, there really you wasn't. I know been, how busy you, you are. You could have been my designated driver. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. Uh, again, you want to check out that day trip and the other day trips uh, that uh, the folks at Milwaukee Magazine took. Check out the latest issue of Milwaukee Magazine, which is on the newsstands now. Yep. Cool. Next, uh, let's let's get into some uh, events that are happening. So Merriment Social is doing something interesting. Uh, yeah. Uh, the restaurant here in Walker's Point. What uh, what do they have planned? Well, okay, can you believe they've been open four years? No. It's four years. So they're celebrating their fourth anniversary um, on Sunday the 4th. 
Uh, from one to eight, they're doing a Mexican street party. Uh, and um, they are going to be, you know, featuring a lot of food and drinks from Jalisco, from the state of Jalisco in Mexico. Oh, wow. Yeah. So they so went down their, there and brought it back? And all over Mexico. Yeah, they actually went there and they brought it all back. From, no, it's inspired by that. Oh. Okay. I thought it was so, so cool if they said, like, we're going no, to Mexico. No, I know. But a truck comes up. Well, okay, so this is what they're going to be making. They're going to be doing tamales, uh, Jalisco-style chicharrones, uh, enchiladas con mole, so with a mole sauce. Uh, la, oh gosh, there's going to be a La Preferida guest chef ceviche station. So it seems like they're going to be doing ceviches, mm. like chef-made ceviches. Elotero and street taco vendors on the patio. And even a paella cart. So uh, is Merriment Social doing this, or are they inviting people to do this? I, it, like says, it says they're celebrating with their employees that, that have helped them grow and thrive. So, I mean, perhaps it is their own staff that okay. is doing this. Perhaps well, that's they have that's a lot of things going on for one restaurant. I, I know. Like, you know. And they're also doing a margarita competition. Okay. Is that between the staff? Uh, I don't know. It, I, maybe maybe it's amongst their own. I make a pretty good margarita. It could be just their own bartenders. Okay. And they're going to have um, premium tequila tastings. Okay. So, I don't know. It's 1 to 8 on Sunday. That sounds pretty Sunday? intense. Yeah. Oh, wow. I've been liking tequilas because I've been introduced to some good tequilas. I never liked tequila because, you know, when you have bad tequila, it tastes bad. So yes. I've had good tequilas now, and I'm like, That's oh, what I, I've I, always I, felt about rum because yeah. I've only had bad rum. Yeah. And I'm, like, learning, like, hey. If it's bad, it's, then you have a bad, uh, you know, kind of, kind of like yeah, connection have, to that exactly. thing. Exactly, and you can't get over it. Yeah, so now I'm like, I have respect for tequila because I've been served good tequila. So anyway, just some advice, comments and advice. If you don't like something, probably chances are you had not a very good version Experience of it. with it, yeah. and maybe it's worth trying to revisit it yeah. and... I don't know, get over yeah. that. Uh, next up is the return of the Urban Island uh, Beach Party. <laughs> um, I don't know how many years that has been in effect. It was like six, five. I don't know. I lost track. Yeah. Uh, so this is a new walkie thing, and it happens when? Uh, it's actually today. Oh. It's tonight. It's from tonight. 5 to 11 okay. tonight. Yeah. So if you see a lot of people heading down to the beach in their like, Hawaiian shirts and stuff, <laughs> and when I say the beach, I mean literally... The beach on Lakeshore State Park. That's where they're going. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, apparently, the, one of the things that they do at this thing, um, there is a like, uh, what do I want? How do I want to say this? Um, there's like a lantern lighting thing that goes on. I know that sounds so. It's, you're launching a floating lantern into the lagoon. Okay, that's what I wanted to say. Oh. And and I. And I'm, I'm supposing because this event takes place from 5 to 11, it's probably really pretty. Yeah. Because you see those. Like sunset. Those floating light. Yes, like exactly. That. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of a cool thing that goes on at the same time. Um, yes, they're encouraging people to wear Hawaiian shirts um, and hunt down one of their flamingos. I'm, I'm sure it's a plastic flamingo. Oh. I, I don't believe it's flamingos a real flamingo. Have you had a, a um, spicy fried flamingo? Really good. Oh, God. Tariq, do not. <laughs> No, I don't. No, that's a joke, by the way. If anybody thinks that Tariq's being serious, I don't believe that it that anyone anyone is eating flamingo. It probably tastes foul. Yep. Oh, God. <laughs> All right. Do you I want set to, that whole thing up. For I know. That pun. I know. And just in the in, the, in a matter of like two seconds, <laughs> uh, can I talk about the vendors? Sure. Food, food and drink vendors. Uh, there's plenty of of featured drinks. 
Um, we've got Central Standard Craft Distillery is going to be there, Eagle Park Brewery, Gathering Place Brewery, um, Milwaukee Brewing Company, Mobcraft, Sprecher, Third Space. There, a lot some, of beer. There'll be a little bit of beer options. For yeah, people. only a few. Yeah. Only a few. Uh, in terms of food, Happy Dough Lucky, which is that mini donut vendor that is, um, they have a space at Mequon Public Market. No, they're not new, but their space at the Mequon Public I've Market heard of is. Them. Happy Dough Mini Donuts? Happy Dough Lucky. Get it? So Happy where, Go Lucky. Yeah, but so where? They're mini donuts. So where was their original location? No, they were they were a food truck. Oh, I've never even seen them. Yeah. And they do all these like different mini donuts with different like oh, cinnamon or been in Milwaukee sugar food trucks or and just they do out toppings. There. I have never no, seen that. they were in Milwaukee. Yeah, Milwaukee. I have not seen that food truck. Huh. Oh, God, I don't know where you've been, Tariq. Uh, Iron Great Barbecue. Yeah, Pete's Pops. Pedro's South American Food. Yeah, Pedro's great. Pedro's is great. Uh, the Rolling Cones. Is that you, ice cream? No, it's that... It's they serve oh, things inside savory cones. cones. Yeah, yeah I remember that. Yeah. I remember we talked about them. Yeah, we did, ago, didn't yeah. we? Uh, Pete's, did I say Pete's Pops? Yeah, yep. Pilcrow Coffee is going to be. What about there. Pete's mom? <laughs> That's cute. That is really cute. You, we should ask Pete if anyone has ever said that to him. Where's your mom, Pete's? Well, you talk about your pops. You don't like your mom. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I actually think that's a good one, and I don't usually give you much credit for that. Uh, so, okay, so plenty of only a few beer, you know, mm. not much few yeah. few beer to, uh, breweries, a few distill one distiller, and you know some street food and oh, some cool. you know little glistening or get your tan on glowing lanterns. Get your tan on your Hawaiian shirt. Head on down. Next is uh, some more. We're talking a lot about pigs this week. Uh, pig and pigs. Pe- pigs and pinot. Pigs and Pinot. What's that? Uh, it's an event that's coming up on the 10th of August at the Yard at the Iron Horse Hotel. Uh, it is uh, an event that celebrates the pig and the wine grape, the Pinot grape. So uh, there's going to be three. Cor- Actually, this sounds really cool because there's going to be three pork-centric food courses in this meal. Um, and the pairings, the, the Pinot pairings are going to be done by Katie Espinoza who's the wine director um, and advanced sommelier at Johnson Brothers, Wisconsin. She, um, I've written about her because she's incredible. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's, she really knows her stuff. Very, very advanced sommelier. So, um, so the social hour is going to feature some light bites that's going to be paired with a uh, Pinot Noir Rosé from France. And if you've ever had a Pinot Noir Rosé, um, they tend tend to be a little more full body. They're not mm-hmm. the really light, yeah. sweeter. They're 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 drier and they're much more full bodied. Mm-hmm. Um, I love I love rosés. Uh, course number one: spicy pork belly and watermelon salad with shaved market vegetables, um, and it's going to be with a Pinot Blanc from Alsace, France, um, and that's a that's a white Pinot. Just so you know, not yeah. all you know. They're white Pinot grapes. Yeah, just telling you. Uh, course number two: roasted pork shank. With stone ground grits, hmm. summer citrus, fennel, and nasturtium. Uh, and this is going to be paired with a Pinot from Mendoza, Argentina. Sounds pretty cool. Uh, and um, and that, those are the three courses. Okay. And this is coming up um, on the 10th. Uh, you can go to, you can actually email. There's, an, there's uh, we can send, we'll we can put a set up a link. Yeah, because... Um, it's like a rain or shine event, starts at six o'clock and you can reserve your spot by emailing okay. Iron Horse Hotel. Cool, cool, cool. Next up, uh, continuing the, the trends of pigs 
and other Gosh, delectable meats. Gosh, theme. Well, you know, we've been, we, give, we have been recently giving a lot of love to our vegan friends lately. So I oh, I know. Like, it's well, about time. I get some emails. Hey, what about us carnivores out there? Like, right. You know, so we got to uh, balance it out, right? So uh, people, some people love that charcuterie, right? Um, but have you ever thought, hey, I would love to make, have my own charcuterie party and like understand to make my own. What do, how do I do that? Well, uh, there will be a two-day intensive, not just go in there, have some drinks, and like learn about charcuterie and like talk to your friends. This is like a real thing. The two-day intensive charcuterie workshop with Meredith Lay, August 10th at 9 a.m. Like This is at 9 a.m. This is not like some happy hour thing at Kettle Ray. Kettle Range is the butcher shop out there. Um, yeah. West, not Willis, not West Ellis. It's like 55th and State. That's not West Ellis. Yeah. That's the that's the Mono, um, well, it's, it's near. Um, it's it's definitely near Miller Brewing. Yes. Uh, in this two day intensive workshop, you learn to. I'm reading verbatim here. Confidently cure meats via salt, dehydration, smoke, and fermentation. They will begin with a half hog and spend two days turning every scrap of it into charcuterie, from fresh sausages to smoked hams, pâtés, hard salamis. This sounds really, really a, like a great class. Like if you want to, like you know how people have sushi parties. This could be a really cool thing mm-hmm. I can see catching on. In addition to learning salami craft, you'll engage with Meredith, who's running this, and your classmates about topics of sustainable farming, mindful slaughter. So it's not just I'm gonna eat pigs. You'd be responsible in doing this. It's kind of cool. It's kind of this holistic look at charcuterie, artisan butchery, and inspired cooking cookery. You get to taste your creations as the culminating class feast, and you get to take your projects home. I'm like, that's the kind of homework I like to take home, <laughs> right? Definitely. So that's August 10th. I'm pretty sure that's going to probably if you want to if that's interesting. I don't know. It's probably going to class size is limited. So oh, I'm sure it is. I, I mean, I would think, right? It's got to be pretty So if you're small. interested, you maybe take that on. We'll post links and everything on our website at RadioMilwaukee.org slash This Bites. Um, next, from charcuterie to donuts. So in the issue of Milwaukee yeah. Magazine, you talk about... Um, I talk about a local... Donut monster. Yeah, Donut Monster is a local business started by Sarah and Jackie Woods. Jackie... Uh, was a chef at Ardent and uh, other many other restaurants, too, in Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they started this donut business, which is sort of in a pop-up phase right now. They do Saturday mornings at mm-hmm. Hawthorne Coffee. Uh, they, they also um, uh, appear at um, Pilcrow Coffee. That's another place on MLK Drive where they often have their donuts. Shored Farmer's Market. I think Port Washington has a farmer's market that they go up to. Really great donuts. They typically have, like maybe 10 to a dozen different kinds, um, uh, yeast, mostly yeast raised. Okay. Um, but there's, there's, there's kind of a, um, there's, there's one that they do that's more like a, um, more like a cake style donut, but tip, but their, mm-hmm. that their focus is more on the yeast raised. They have a fritter that they do too. Oh, nice. Um, they do an awesome breakfast sandwich. Like on an English donut? muffin. Oh, not a donut. No, it's an English muffin. Not a Luther Vandross. Complete no, completely savory. Uh, but their donuts are really great. And the nice thing about it, I mean, as I mean, you really want a fresh donut, and you really feel like you're eating mm-hmm. a fresh donut. Yes. When you go to this pop up in early in the morning and you just get it. That's why it, I love Krispy Kreme so much. Oh well, yeah, those are delicious. You have to get them right, hot. Yeah, yeah. So good. Well, don't I mean? And you, and the whole thing is, you'd stand in line and yeah. they'd give you one as you're mm-hmm. in line. Yeah. Uh, so there's also some things happening for Jackie and Sarah in terms of the development of this business. Not only are they going to have a space at the forthcoming Third Street Market Hall, which 
Hopefully, will be sometime in 2020. I'm hearing. Third Street Hawk. Where's that one? Where's Grand that? Avenue? Oh, it's Grand Avenue. Okay. Yeah, I, I lost track of the of the food halls. They also are in are in the uh, sort of the I guess you could say still the development phase of opening a location in Whitefish Bay. Oh, okay. But the details on that are still a little vague. We don't want to say anything more about that yet, but um, hopefully also having their own bakery in yeah. Whitefish Bay. So you know about the Luther Vandross, right? I, uh, when you said that, I was like, what am I not quite remembering? It's basically here? a hamburger. The buns are Krispy Kremes. Oh. Wait, and that's you're, that's definitely not um, uh, Paula Deen. For some reason, no, I'm getting it's a Paula Deen It's called a Luther Vandross because that's what apparently Luther Vandross Well, yeah, yeah. Ate. Okay, that's what I'm assuming. So it's sliced Krispy Kreme and basically a hamburger. I don't want that. Sweet, savory. It's like Does that whole, sound good to you? I'll take a bite. It depends yeah. on the burger, really. Yeah. I mean, how the burger's seasoned to complement that. We're just talking about a glazed donut. Oh, it's a Krispy Kreme, so it's a Krispy Kreme yeah. glazed. Mm. Okay. <sighs> I mean, people put peanut butter in a burger, so. That's wrong. You know. That's just wrong. Ah, uh, you know, whatever. I mean, the whole idea people of the People put cheddar taste. cheese on apple pie. That's wrong, too. Well, I just, don't get it. I, I, I had that once and almost Oh, it's almost just gagged. not right. I'm just like, what is wrong with you people? Yeah, it's Stop. not right. Stop. Well, that's pretty much it. We do have some wrap-up events to talk about. We don't have that much details of the events, but they kind of have some food elements to it. Uh, August 4th, which is Sunday, right? Mm-hmm. Is the 7th Annual Puerto Rican Festival. There will be music and all that, plus Puerto Rican food there. So I'm assuming hopefully there will be some mofongo there. It's going to be a Humboldt Park in Bayview from 11 to 7. Uh, then Bronzeville Week kicks off. Um, actually, today, actually. You know, this weekend. I think it's tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow. Um, so there's some, we picked up some items that you, that's, uh, kind of, uh, a food related events during Bronzeville week, really cool, uh, series of a lot of great events during Bronzeville, but we kind of highlighted things that involve food. Uh, there's the brunch in Bronzeville. It'd be three locations on August 3rd, Jules Caribbean, Rise and Grind, and Mikasa Su Cafe, Cafe, uh, will be hosting brunch from 11 to 2 PM on August 3rd. Uh, there's also be an Eat Smart Healthy Food demonstration at Pete's Fruit Market August 9th at noon. And then, of course, on Sunday, it'll be arts and music and food. There's the big events, the kind of marquee event of Bronzeville Week. Uh, the Bronzeville Week Cultural Arts Festival that is on Sunday, August 4th. And I forgot the last thing on August 10th, um, near the end of Bronzeville Week, there's Pancakes and Poetry. Uh, that's going to be at 9.30 at Rise and Grind, all in the really historic Bronzeville neighborhood during Bronzeville week. So that wraps up our edition of This Bites. This Bites is produced by Kenny Perez. Handcrafted sonic inspiration comes from the License Lab with support from Society Insurance and, of course, your generous membership. Subscribe to this podcast at RadioMilwaukee.org, iTunes, NPR, anywhere you listen to podcasts. And as always, stay hungry. And keep the malort cold. What about malort and bacon? Oh, that probably really tastes good. Like infuse the bacon. Like, yeah. You know, fat wash. Exactly. Bourbon fat wash malort. Yeah. I bet that really would probably go well. It'd probably cut the, the bitterness a little bit and add a little smoky flavor to fat wash. I'm just saying, you know, you had that whole like malort photo con, like the, the yeah. ugly face, whatever it yeah, was. Malort face. Malort face. I mean, I'm curious to see what your face would be like. Turn that that frown you're a goddess. upside down. Your 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 face is such. <laughs> yeah, sure. Impossible to break. Yeah. No. Right. It's like it's like you know. It's like ice. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> but deep, but unbreakable ice. Oh, unbreakable ice. Cool. Well, have a great weekend. You too.